This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, welcome back to Wildcat Dojo Conversations. I'm Sensei Michelle, your host, and today I'm sitting with both Sensei Jackie. Hi, everybody. And Landon. Hi. And our guest is Alex. Hi. Alex is a student. He'll be going into Shodan, which is first degree black belt testing, actually next week we start. Today is the middle of December. I don't know the exact date, but it's the middle of December 2019. And so by the middle of next year, he'll be promoted. Wow. That's pretty exciting. Congratulations. Fantastic. Our topic today is time management. And although does that or does that not sound like a major snooze? It does. Uh, Yes. We're going to try to make it not so snooze worthy. <laughs> I have some notes here on how I was going to start this, but I'm actually going to start this by saying I arrived, it, it is 5.45, and I arrived at Sensei Jackie's house at 4.15 in the afternoon to find out that her car wouldn't start, but it wasn't the normal way, and it turned out it was the key, and then the key, the locksmith had to be called, and it was a big thing, and we could have gotten ourselves all worked up over the time. But instead, we just let it play out, and that's the, really the takeaway here, is to just let each thing play out. Under the heading of That's What Happened Today, we want to give a giant shout-out to Lock and Moore, specifically to Joey at Lock and Moore, who was the one person, we must have called six locksmiths, who came up with the um, plan that did finally work and to get her car going, so congrats. Thank you. And what he did that was even more remarkable is that he called back to see if it worked. So thank you so much, Joey. Good job, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> and visit Lock and More on Google and in real life and, you know, have them come to your house. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to start, as I often do, with a little bit of a description about time. It's way more complicated than you would think. And I wrote down right here, time and I are frenemies. <laughs> How about when I use modern words? It makes all of three of them are laughing at me. <laughs> I love the complexity of it, yet it's constantly vexing me, time. You know it gets away from me, and so on and so forth. Anyway, let's get back to defining it. There's more than one way to look at time. If we're talking scientific definitions, dictionary.com says, the system of sequential relations that any event has to any other, i.e. past, present, future. And can I just say, there is a joke, so I'm telling it. The past, the present, and the future walk into a bar. It was tense. Ah. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a funny one. That's like an ancient joke. Write us your time jokes, please. Do you we have a better jokes. time joke than that, right? <laughs> I couldn't pass up saying those three words together and not tell the joke. Absolutely. Science has a lot of definitions for time. They like the term absolute time to define the linear way that we experience time. Has that been your experience in school? Yes. Two characteristics of absolute time that physicists discuss. One, it isn't affected by any other variables, which is so cool to me that just is. to think about that. Like, I just never thought of it before I read that. And number two, it's invisible. Two things that I totally love, like its own little magic trick, right? I wrote right here, for some reason, I'm enthralled by those variables. <laughs> I only have a five-year-old mentality towards science. Everything I'm, I like ooh and ah over the simplest things. Just another little tangent. One other definition of time in physics is relativistic time, Whew. which opens up the concept of time travel. 
what fun that is to think about, right? Oh, yeah. It's true. Just mm. as a person who loves science, do you think time travel will ever happen in our lifetime or in any lifetime that humans will know? I doubt our lifetime, but I like to think it can be a possibility. And I'm going to say, did you know that some physicists think that some types of particles, tachyons and neutrinos, can travel faster than light? Really? Is that a thing that mm. you know? Like I said before, this is just fun stuff. It doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about. We're talking about absolute time, also known as linear time, also known as my frenemy. <laughs> These are just fun things to think about, right? You know how sometimes it seems like time speeds up or slows down? Oh, I sure do. I put down in here like in jury duty. <laughs> but for you guys, it would be like when you're taking a test and the time will never end. That's true. But the testing, you've already filled in all the blanks that the you're going to fill in that day. Five so long. <laughs> Scientists say this is because our internal clock is either speeding up, which makes time seem slow, or it's slowing down, um, and that makes time seem to go faster. The point of it is we can't control the external thing, but what we can control is our thoughts. So if our internal clock is racing and time is seeming to go so slow, then we need to adjust internally to focus and not get in a mood change just because, let's see, I want to say something that we're doing that won't insult teachers, grandparents, just because we're stuck in traffic. Traffic doesn't have feelings, right? That is right. And that one actually um, fits with a podcast from just a couple of weeks ago. I wrote here, maybe a little focused breathing could help there. Mm. That's true. Is there any place that focused breathing could not help? Nothing I'm going to say on the air. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. Most days, there isn't enough time. There isn't enough time to do all that we're supposed to do, let alone all we want to do. Hmm. Sensei Jackie and I have a running joke that we say all the time that we will, in fact, pass from this earth with a to-do list. That will mm-hmm. happen. And that will be a blessing. That's true. Because can you imagine just sitting there and having nothing to do? Like the opposite of having a to-do list that you can't get finished is much worse, don't you think? Mm. Oh, I think so much worse. Yes. So even though it doesn't feel like a blessing when I'm going to bed with five things that I really should have got done that day, it is. If you're in a situation where you cannot get the things done, say you're at a job, or even you two in school, or even us two within the context of our dojos, day after day, you can't get the things done. No one will show you any appreciation from peers or bosses, nor will they take in the understanding that you're overwhelmed with it all. Then a change needs to be made. This is way more than just a time management problem, isn't it? Yes, it is. And so there's, that's another characteristic of the karate person where they have to summon up their courage. And it is courageous to say, it is not healthy for me to do all of this. Mm. Notice I didn't say I can't do it. Mm. Because that's not really where our mind goes, is it? Our mind pushes and pushes and pushes to try to get it all done. But if it's unhealthy for you to do all this, then it's time to speak up. That's true. And if you are in it, working situation and you can't speak up and you can't change jobs to uses of the word can't because of a financial hardship or whatever, then it's really good to use some. We've actually talked about this four or five podcasts back, and it's really good to use some of the tools that we gave you back then, which is number one, talk to a friend. Definitely. Vent about it, right? That's my favorite one. 
And I think another thing you could do if you were in that situation is, and Landon has talked about this a couple of times in podcasts prior to this, chart out how much time you can deliver on each thing so you can follow a pattern rather than just freelance it. Because whenever I just kind of go by the seat of my pants, say that in another way so the whole audience will understand it. Stream of consciousness. Without any uh, any guide. Then accidentally, you will prioritize a certain thing and not another thing for personal reasons. So that is a good way to guard against this if you're in one of those situations where you just can't get out of it. That's true. And like after class some nights, if it gets late, I make a plan and you find, oh, what is the most important? And then be able to chart out my night pretty much. So that's a good tip that I like to use. Yeah, so it is a really good idea. It's boring, and it isn't an exciting way to live, you know, spontaneity being the opposite. But it it does get the work done in a way that doesn't make you carry that overwhelmed feeling during the work. Now you have your plan right here. All you have to do is follow it, and and things should come together with the bedtime of midnight. But um bum bum I think, like what Landon said, relates to that thing that teachers always tell you when you're taking tests. When it's like multiple choice. If you come across a question that, like, you're not sure of, you're supposed to skip it and then go on to the next. And then after you get to the end, you go back and you do all the ones that you skipped. And so it kind of relates to work. If you have one big thing that's going to take you a lot of time to do, but you have multiple things to do, then you get all the smaller ones out of the way first so that you you have done multiple things. And then even if you have some stuff left over, it's just like one or two things. And I have a question about the critical thinking classes that you take in high school. Do the teachers teach you how to manage time or talk about time management in that class? The classes that I've taken, it's not really part. Time management isn't really part of the curriculum, but the teachers do tend to bring up discussions about it. In my experience, especially taking like AP courses, most teachers will generally bring up the subject of time management once you get towards midterms or once you get towards finals. That's true. Ah, Just a quick aside, there are probably very few people who don't know that AP stands for Advanced Placement, and that's a whole nother can of worms right there, is the pressure on kids today, right? Yes. So the point of this podcast is to give you some tools for the situation that we were just in where you just have some things go wrong and it hiccups or interrupts the time as you had it planned out. So you cannot change that. We've been over this many times. You can't change things that are outside of your fingertips back. That's right. And therefore, the only thing you can change about all those hiccups is how you perceive it. So here you go. The first one is to breathe, which, as Jackie already said today, and as as we have said in almost every podcast, What an empowering thing to drop your air down into your cheek pocket and just take a breath. I suppose one place where that wouldn't work is if you were in a really polluted space. I can't believe none of you guys laughed at that. It does sound like it's going to be too easy for that to be true. And if you say to me, oh, that's not working for me, then I have to say back, it's because you're not following through. This takes some practice. This takes some focus of your own mind. And Sensei Ed just turned in his essays, and he told me that Henry Ford said, say can or say cannot, either one can be true. 
Ah, great oh, line. Like and that, that is a nice line, isn't it? Mm. So there you go. The second thing you should do is take a minute to message out the powers that be. And in our example that started the show, I messaged you right away and said our schedule. I didn't explain why. I just said our schedule is a little off. You should expect me a few minutes after five. Mm. I may have said 10 minutes after. I'm not sure exactly what I said. And that takes that off of your head. Now what you do, if you still can't put your focus on, experiment mentally on how long will it take you to get from point A to point B. And then, like say, in the situation we were in, I look at my watch and it's 4.30, I'm just pretending. And I say to myself, okay, this should take about a half an hour for us to play with this, get with the locksmiths, organize our thoughts, etc., etc. Then you experiment with doing it calmly and doing it frantically and see if it really does save you any time to do it frantically. Now, in our example of today, neither one of us was frantic, so we didn't have that experiment. But it didn't take longer than half an hour. It didn't. Although, I will say, going to the earlier thing about time, it seemed longer. <laughs> and I thought it was longer than a half hour. But it wasn't because I left on, about on time to come get you. Mm. So it was about a half an hour. And that's the thing with the calm and the frantic and, like, in triathlon training, like, when we're in the pool... And if we're doing, like, relay races, I remember I used to, like, explode and go crazy. And it actually goes faster if you just do the movements right. And you just glide yourself in the water rather than wasting all the energy to go crazy. And it's a hard lesson to learn. That's true. It's a really hard lesson to learn. And you have to constantly bring yourself back to it, which is why we're bringing it up for what I think is, well, let's see. This is our 10th podcast. So I'm going to say eight out of 10 podcasts we have mentioned that focus, breathing, and controlling what you can control, which is from your fingertips back, are such a superpower. And we really want to encourage you to put it into your life instead of feeling like life is beating you up. Correct? Mm. Okay. Now, let's say you're stuck in in one of those really big um, car car crash situations. God forbid you were in it. And you're not going anywhere. That's happened to everybody here at least once, I'm sure. Oh. Yes. So then it takes a little bit of a different kind of perspective because you're not going to travel from point A to point B. You're going to travel from point A, and that's it. Mm. There you are. You're there. <laughs> and that's where you're staying. You're at point A, point five. <laughs> so what kind of things can we do inside our own head to fix our perspective? We've already called our boss or our date or our spouse or whoever it is and said to them, this is where we are. Don't worry. Everybody knows it. There's no, nothing anybody can do about it. So what kind of things can we do inside our own head to change our perspective? Let's round robin this, this one. Well, with self-promotion here, I think we should listen to Wildcat Dojo <laughs> podcast. <laughs> that will certainly give you perspective on the situation. We're going to say finish listening because you already had it on. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's hilarious, Jackie. That is hilarious. Can anybody get back on focus point here? <laughs> well, any kind of music or something. Okay. That you listen to. Change, the, change the music on your radio. Whatever it is, change it to something super upbeat that makes you sing along or laugh or something like that. Music that is, you, have, you know you have it in your device. It's just a matter of putting your mind to doing that thing, right? That's so it. That's one on that's on my list, too, um, is music. Um, I thought when we were in uh, Colorado over the summer, we were in a terrible traffic situation, and you just have to think positive and find another route or distract your mind and pick another plan. 
So if you were with people when you were in Colorado, then one of the things you guys definitely did, even if you didn't realize it, was talk to each other. Oh. So if you're not alone in your car, you can do conversation. Um, Play stupid games. You could make up your own Mad Lib games because you know you don't have the little book with you. Or I'm sure there's something you can bring up on your phone nowadays that you can play. I bet they have Mad Libs on phones now. Do you bet they do? Mm. I bet they do. They have flip a coin on the phone now. So if you oh can my flip gosh. a coin on your phone, I think that you can do Mad Libs. And also, if you're not the driver, take on that extra responsibility of making the driver feel happier. Mm. Because they're mm. the one that's in the worst position. They're feeling responsible for the mess because they were in charge of the route that sure. you took. So as the added people, take on that thing of, come on, let's just play a game. This could be fun. Thank goodness we have snacks. Or if you don't have snacks, take a page out of my book and always carry snacks. Does your family carry snacks when you travel? My mom tends to. She's she's always the one that like thinks to bring everything. <laughs> when, when my dad was growing up, his family would never like bring extra things because that, that's just not like the way his parents thought, and so it's not the way he thinks. But my that's what my mom always does. So pick that up from your mother. Always keep a power bar in your pocket. And a small bottle of water in your backpack. It's so handy for that situation when you somehow are stuck. And so, so Jackie can say, if you're in that situation with kids, I'll make them much happier if they have food. <laughs> That's true. Much either. happier. Or anybody. It doesn't even yeah. have to be kids. It can be adults that you're traveling with. Totally agree. Okay, so... The tools, we're going to review them, but we don't have to because if you listen to the podcast, you've heard them four or five times. Breathe. Take control over what you can control, which is what you, what you think of the situation. That's right. Power move to communicate with people. I want to add one more to the stuck in traffic one. And it's kind of um, controversial in today's life, but I think getting out of the car and walking around a little bit, possibly, you know, letting other people talk to you and you talk to them because you're all stuck in it together isn't a super terrible idea. That's it true. could be an interesting adventure. You could meet somebody who is a really nice person, and if they're not, don't talk to them again. Like, in that situation, we walk the dog, and that, and we may, we were talking with some other people, and it just distracts your mind again. And those crunch time things, they happen when you're not driving, and all the same tools apply, whether it's in the house and, and a, an appliance broke that caused you a, a problem, or whether it's, think of another one, um, I think one of the hardest things when you're home is waiting for someone to get there. Yeah, a repair person or whatever. Or your spouse or your brother or whoever's supposed to be there at a certain time. And you're looking at the out the window and you're looking at the clock. Which is a mistake. Always. Mm-hmm. So you're going to start with those same basics. But I added here, you can do physical movement. Yes. When you're, when you're not, which you could do if you were stuck in the traffic jam, you could do the physical movement. But here I added stretch, shake it out, do something that's a little bit physical and it starts to get some of that anxiety out. There's an old karate saying that says, it's easy to say you take karate. And it means that the actual of doing of something, it can get pretty tough. I'd like to shorten that saying to just this. It's easy to say. It's easy to say anything. It is. But then the actual getting out and doing it, that's a whole nother ball game in life. Putting in the repetition, putting in the perseverance to create a meaningful change, you really need to want that change in order to do it. So if, if it's six months or eight months or 10 months from now, and you re-listen to this podcast, and you're hearing the same thing and going, out, oh, I should do that, we're saying you should totally do that. Okay. <laughs> right? 
It is very empowering. I'm going to let Landon holler out about feedback for us today. Okay, so a couple of things with feedback. If you give us feedback, it makes the podcast much better and you will enjoy it more so we can we're always trying to improve ourselves so you can contact us in many different ways at dojo conversations dojo is spelled d-o-j-o and conversations with an s at aol.com you can um, send us a facebook message our facebook is wildcat dojo and um, we did speak about this in another podcast we do have some graphics up on Facebook for you guys, so go and check that out. We did get them up that far. We're getting, we're getting there, one step at a time. And if you're listening to this, welcome to podcast number 10. So we are 10 podcasts in. Now that you've been listening to all this stuff about time, Alexander, what would you say about how easy or hard it is to apply something for internal change? I think... It's very hard at first, but it gets easier as it goes along. But that's only if you keep it in mind and you apply. Like how you said, it's easy to say anything. When you try to put something into place, it's easy to like say you're gonna do this. But if you don't like keep it in mind as time goes on, then it's gonna slip away from you. And then in the future, when it comes to like bite you, you're gonna realize, oh, I should have done this a long time ago. Okay, have you all had this happen? That was such a good I've point. I've had that feeling. No, have you had this happen? You totally made the change. You're feeling really strong in everything. And if you're Michelle, you took the note down. You're feeling so strong about it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so you see where I'm going, don't you? Oh, gosh. <laughs> so six months passes. Let's just say that it's a body posture in a karate move because that's one that's easy to talk about, right? Mm. Six months passes, 10 months passes, and you, you catch a quick glimpse of yourself in a mirror doing a move and the same thing has come back on mm-hmm. you after you already went through all that work and now you have to do it again. So the, the takeaway from that is that life is a blessing of vigilance. Do it again and then again and then again, no matter how many times it takes. So you know how Landon was telling you how to get in touch? One of the things we'd like you to get in touch about is, do you have a subject that you think would be interesting on this podcast? It doesn't have to be a karate-related subject. As you can see, we're all over the map. We just (laughs) always relate it back to karate and then back to daily life and then push on from there. But if you have a subject, we really want to hear about it. And Landon already told you how to get in touch. With that, we're going to close it out. We're going to start right here with Sensei. No, we'll start right here with Alex. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. I'll see you next time. Come back. Bye. I'm Sensi Michelle, and I'm signing off.